What's going on, everyone? Thank you for listening to the Self-Disruption Podcast, where we give you the tools and insights to improve your lifelong learning, leadership, and innovation with the top minds in their field today. Brought to you by SEAC, a global leader in lifelong learning and innovation. Check them out at seasiacenter.com. I've got all their details down in the show notes. I'm your host, Dana Bluen, and this episode is an excerpt from an interview with Gareth Davis, the co-founder and MD of Fluxus Thailand, a Bangkok-based software services company with strong roots in the open source community. Gareth has spent significant time over the past year building and growing an internal startup at Fluxus. We talk about how the idea for the startup came to be and how he manages the internal startup alongside the daily operations of the primary business and how they strike a balance there. So sit back, relax, and let's get right into it. Now, what was that process like with the internal startup, like like building that from the inside? So at the start, we had a couple of developers on the bench. So there was a a project that got delayed. So we we had this idea and we said, look, guys, um, let's go and build it. So the idea initiated from a couple of meetings I had in Ho Chi Minh. Uh, I was working with Starwood Hotel Group. Nobody's using them. How can we get more people in there? I said, well, I guess one of the things we could do is looking at an online reservation platform. And we found out that there wasn't one in Ho Chi Minh, or there was, but it took 48 hours to get confirmed or something useless. Mm. So I said, look, to the developers, look, go ahead and, and build a test for Vietnam. Mm. Just go go ahead and find an open source project, fork it, mm. um, and, and build it. So we don't need to, it doesn't need to be perfect, but just, but just prove the concept. So we did that for Vietnam. We went live uh, last July. Mm. Uh, had about 110 restaurants signed up in the first week, which is pretty awesome. Um, and yeah, so, so that was basically it. And that was the kind of the start of the project. Um, so now do you run it completely independently internally? Like are there people who just deal with that? Or does the rest of the team actually come on board and work in various parts of the, of the startup? A bit of both. Um, th- I guess that's the beauty of having a software consulting firm is mm. that you know we as a startup we can pull pro- pull people onto the project as and when we need it. Mm. Um, but it does have its own core team that work on the project, but then we also draft in help as and mm. when we need it and, and just pay for the day rates. So you pay yourself for the day rates of your employees. E- effectively, yeah, mm. yeah. So basically, uh, the startup is a client now of Fluxus, okay. th- which is which works well. All right, so it's not like a product that Fluxus rolled out; it's its own client, sort of. Yeah, so it started off as its own product um, that was a, was a Fluxus project, and then we we had a small amount of investment, um, and we didn't externally or from internally in Fluxus. Externally, okay. So we had a, a, a round of investment from friends and family, and we thought that we didn't want them having the shares in Fluxus. It was just mm. the product they'd invested in. Mm. So we split it out into its own company and uh, invited another partner in who is a restaurant consultant. So. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's its own separate company now, and that's why it's become a, a client of Fluxus as okay. opposed to just an internal project. It runs out of the same office and everything, though. Yeah, it's great. It's sort of like squatting. <laughs> it's, uh, it works well. I mean, it's, um, you know, we use the office, the internet, yeah. uh, and occasionally with high speaking people to help with customer service. So, th- oh, there's no Thai staff at the startup. Um, one developer's Thai. Okay. But uh, my experience of putting developers in front of customers hasn't always gone so well yeah not necessarily the most customer facing no people usually no uh, they can uh, i designed it this way use it um <laughs> is, is often it works how it's supposed to yeah it works on my machines <laughs> um no nah, you know 
uh, I'd like to get into that stage at some point. I'd like to invite some restaurants over to meet our developers and yeah. so they can sort of put their issues forward. Um, mm. But that might have to be moderated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might uh, have to uh, prep everyone, before set expectations. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, developers get drunk. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, it, because of that, though, I guess, do you does the startup share the same culture as Fluxus? Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, one of our developers for the startups in, in Spain, so I guess the startups are a little bit more relaxed. Oh, so, you, so the startup actually has a kind of a dispersed team. Yeah, so um, Fluxus basically kind of, I'd say, in inherited is probably the wrong word, and acquired is not the correct word, mm. um, a team of developers in Spain. Okay. They were a group of very good developers, but they were great at developing and not so good at marketing themselves or getting sales. Mm. We had the projects on, so we kind of uh, just took them on. Mm. Um, and then one of the developers is kind of a great all-rounder. Um, very good back-end developer, reasonably good front-end developer, and but just get shit done. Mm. Uh, and so we, we brought him onto the, the startup for that, that reason. So he works in Spain. Um, I guess he comes online at 1 p.m. Thai time until 8 or 9. Okay. Um, which, which means that the people that are on the startup project generally start a little bit later. Mm. Uh, so with with that, though, you guys also have an office in London, correct? Correct, yeah. So but the Spain team reports back to Thailand? Um, this one guy does. The rest of them report to the UK. Okay. Uh, this is because, um, you know, the, the London rates are a lot higher. Mm. So, you know, if you wanted to pay London developers, even internal rate would be reasonably high for a startup. Yeah. Um, whereas the Spanish rates are quite, quite low in comparison. Mm. Um, it's just something to do with the market there. Yeah. Uh, so we can afford that. Uh, and it's great. We, we got them out here for a, a week or two of development mm. towards the end of last year, the final push before we went live. Um, and, you know, I think his his English has improved. Um, <laughs> and the, the Thai guy's English has improved to, to sort of work with each other. That's going to be interesting from a language perspective. Yeah, a Spanish man talking to a Thai man. Uh, it's quite, it is quite interesting at times. I mean, so the Spanish guy is called Jose. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and when the Thai people look at his name, they say, oh, who's Joe's? <laughs> who's um, Joe's? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was quite fun at the beginning. No, it's good. The, the, the dynamic's good. Um, it's yeah. a lot of fun, and it's very relaxed. Like it's relaxed and flexible, as a startup should be, mm. I think. You know, we're not, we don't really care how much work people do. We just mm. care what they get done. And if, if they can do an hour a day and get everything done that we need, that's what we want. Now, do you look at Fluxus also as a startup? Not anymore. It's been around five years. Mm. Um, I, if I was going to do it again, perhaps mm. I would, and I'd, I'd change a few few things that I've done. Um, I think in Thailand, because we had the existing business in the UK, it's very easy to come here, you know, wi wi with cash behind you and, and a project behind you, and mm. and perhaps overspend a little bit. So I think had I done Thailand again, I'd, I'd probably have set it up like more like a new business and more like a, a startup. Mm. Um, you know, so we, we got a fancy office to begin with and you think, oh, the, the rent's cheap in Thailand, we can afford to do this, but th the actual cost of projects overall is still lower. Um, mm. So, you know, you, d you don't have all of that luxury forever. Um, but it's worked out in the end. Uh, you know, it's, it's going quite well. Mm. Um, I guess, you know, it, it's in a, in a reasonably good place right now. Mm. And so, with that, would you see growth going forward, both on the startup side and Fluxus side, or the startup side's going pretty mad? Um, yeah. So, our first um, month of revenue, uh, you know, we just kind of reported that. Mm. So, from 
month one was about a hundred thousand dollars revenue and the first six days beyond that was another twenty one thousand wow um so that's it's going quite quite quickly that's not bad at all no uh you know the projected growth no that's that's not from vietnam anymore you've shifted focus to thailand right yep that's all bangkok based um so you're not operating in vietnam at all we still have the reservation system there. Okay, but um, you're not generating revenue off of it. No, no, no. So the standard reservations for us are free anyway. Okay. It's the premium reservations that we charge for. That could be a credit card guaranteed reservation or a prepaid reservation. Okay. Um, and yeah, so that's going quite well. The Fluxus growth is, is steadier, slower, um, which it would be. You've been listening to the Self-Disruption Podcast, brought to you by SEAC. To find amazing resources on lifelong learning, leadership, and innovation, you can check them out at seasiacenter.com, as well as their links in the show notes. And for more great conversations like this one, you can find our archive at selfdisruptionpodcast.com.